Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Blonde Intelligence with me, Miss Ronnie, where I always seek to give you exquisite cranial repertoire. This week, we have a special guest all the way from the UK. We have Miss Country Singer Keisha. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you very much. Hi. We're going to start out with letting you take over and give a little bit of background about yourself. Five stuff. Well, um, I'm an independent artist uh, from South Wales in the UK. Um, I just released my third single and I'm currently working on a brand new album produced by a great musician uh, that is very, very local to me called Jamie Harris. Um, yeah, so that's something to look forward to at the end of the year. Um, my first um, album release. Okay. So what made you decide to go into music? I mean, with this being your first single, what made you decide to make a leap of faith, I guess we would call it? It's a new giveaway. The Blonde Intelligence Wine Trace It and the Chris Nielsen I Voyage Home CD giveaway. To enter, comment on Chris's interview on any Blonde Intelligence platform and you will be entered. Drawing is April 30th, 2021, posted on the Blind Intelligence Facebook page. Hi, this is Marlette with Classic Glam by Marlette, where classic never goes out of style. We're based here in Palm Bluff, Arkansas, but you can reach us on our website at classicglamgirl.com or Facebook and Instagram at Classic Glam by Marlette. Well, I've been I've been in and around the music industry for the last 10 years, um, playing in a few different bands and playing uh, for some bands mm-hmm. um, as, as a session musician and stuff like that. I come from a musical background. My father is a musician. Um, my mother have always done musical theatre and stuff like that. Uh, so it was just kind of natural. Um, I was always into music, uh, whether it be singing, playing guitar, piano, uh, lots of stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I reached the age of 16 and left high school mm-hmm. and I went basically straight, straight into playing live music. And I've been doing that ever since. Okay. So I have a question for you. Tell me, why did you decide to share your music to share to pros? What do you think about using those sites towards uh, advancing your music career? Well, this is a this is the first time that I've used SharePro. Um, I've got to say the response I've had off it, I've, I've actually started um, suggesting it to other friends that I've got in the industry. Uh, it's given me some good connections um, and actually... Um, saves you a lot of time as well um i spent when i released my my first and second single um a few years ago i spent a lot of time searching for bloggers radio stations podcasts and and stuff like that where share pro is kind of got it all there for you and it's it's been one of the best finds um doing this release is that is the is that the only site that you use? Um, no, there's there's a couple 
off the top of my head, um, it's a, min- uh, like a music advertising, something like that. Um, but um, yeah, ShearPro is kind of the main one that I focused on the last week of, of the release. Uh, the song's been over just um, out just over a week. Um, and it's probably the main one I focused on because it gets the most um, responses for me anyway, I found. So tell me about the single. So the single, I wrote it two years ago. Um, I was going through a bit of a tough time. My, uh, my grandmother passed away um, very suddenly um, and I went through uh, a lot of depression and anxiety, which I'd never suffered with before. Um, I've always been a really confident person. Um, oh, I've been on, sa- on stage since the age of 10. Um, mm-hmm. So very, very confident. And all of a sudden, I started suffering with depression and anxiety was the main thing. And I was very close to just completely quitting the music business. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even even though I was in this in this um, bad situation, uh, I managed to write this song, which uh, a lot of people have said to me, um, it doesn't fit to kind of the, the way I was feeling. The song doesn't fit it. It's kind of a, it's almost a happy song. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was one I wrote and it's been on the back burner for two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played it a couple of times with the, with a band um, that I'm in, but it never felt quite right. Um, I really wanted to, to do the song my way. Um, and that's why I, I, I felt a really good um, connection with Jamie Harris. Uh, so you so, thought that it should have been a solo project? Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, it was a solo project at the beginning that I took to the band, and it just, it just never kind, it never, it never fit uh, the band quite right. Um, I wanted the best. I wanted the best for the song, especially what the song came out of that situation. So it fit as a solo project. So do you think? as a songwriter because some people you could just give them a subject they sit down and write do you think as a songwriter that it helps to have some type of emotional memory or a tie to the lyrics to i guess to it put that extra seasoning on it yeah yeah definitely i think well especially when i write if if i'm going through the situation or someone close to me is going through the situation um, I always find that uh, it's always more meaning behind the song, and you can feel it then when when you sing it, when you perform it. Um, I know a lot of songwriters that can just, like you said, just you give them a subject and they'll just write. Where I'm, I'm completely opposite. I like to have some sort of story, um, so I can feel, I can feel that in my music. Then when I go on to the to the recording side. So I know what I'm singing about, and I think that gives it the extra feeling. Then, so when people listen to it, they can they can feel that. Okay. What are your goals as being an independent artist? Because you said that you played with a band, and then this project right here, you felt that you needed to do as an independent artist. So, what are your goals? Are your goals to be versatile in it or are you liking being an independent artist more or are you like having the closeness of the band i mean so what are your your goals 
Yeah, it's, it's a good question because I do like feeling a part of some things in a band. It is something special playing um, and you form really good connections. But at the moment, um, I'm really enjoying the solo project. Uh, I'd say my, my goal is at the moment is uh, to just record this album. Um, we've got a few songs going. We're, we're in the middle of recording. We're currently in lockdown. So we're recording uh, little bits in lockdown uh, with the hope to finish the album mm-hmm. uh, in, in, a, in the prop studio. And I think my goals are just to keep making music and what will be, will be. You know, um, just form as many good connections as you possibly can um, along the way um, and just enjoy. Uh, I think that's the aim at the moment, what I've taken out for the last couple of years is just to enjoy what you're doing. Okay. So tell me this, with you having a background in performing with a band, and a lot of bands do live performances, how have it been on you as a normally being a live performer, being in lockdown? It's, it's been it's been awful. It really has. There's there's no sugar coating it. It's 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 been really hard. Uh, I know a lot of friends that are in the same position as myself. Um, not only financially is it hard, but it's also tough on the mental side. You know, we're out. We used to being out multiple times a week performing, and it's been it's well. It's just uh, hit a year since I last performed in public and that is crazy that's the longest I've ever been without performing in front of a live audience since the age of 10 so it's been 16 years since I've, I've gone that long without performing in front of someone it's it's crazy well I was talking to a friend of mine and one question that I asked was, how do we psychologically prepare? What does every artist need? Press, 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 and more press. Music reviews, interviews, blog articles, press releases, the Blonde Intelligence video show, the Blonde Intelligence podcast, the Blonde Intelligence blog, Blonde Intelligence music reviews, available on Pandora, Amazon Music, Apple, YouTube, and more. Social media blasts, Build your EPK. Expand your fan base. Links to your press. For more information, visit blonde-intelligence.com. Prepare for when everything opened back up. Because with some group of people being able to get the COVID vaccination and other people in different professions having to wait, how do you prepare psychologically to perform in enclosed spaces again, not knowing who has had the vaccination, who has it, and who's just choosing not to wear a mask? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question, actually. Um, I haven't put much thought into it because it seems kind of a long way off, um, especially here in Wales. Okay. It seems like you're looking at probably uh, another six to eight months before that sort of live entertainment comes back. 
Um, in the UK, you might be looking at the end of this year. But like I said, I've, I've had my first dosage um, of the vaccination year um, with my second one coming in in May. Uh, so I suppose you've got your faith in people and that's really hard to do. Um, but I think you've just got to pay faith in people that they will do the right thing um, and that when things get back to some sort of normality, I think as a performer... you Now tell me some of the people that you work with on this project. So uh, I worked a lot with Jamie Harris, uh, who's a musician and producer. Uh, he's from uh, my neck of the woods. And uh, we... I didn't, I, we knew of each other, uh, but we never really spoken um, until the start of the year. And I listened to some of the stuff he produced and some of his own music. And I instantly knew that this guy, I wanted to to produce the single. Uh, so he did a lot of instruments. He's a really talented guy. Uh, so he did a lot of instruments on the track and I invited then a friend of mine, to play bass in uh so it was very small like we did we've had limited options to be honest to ideally we would have lots of musicians involved but because of the isolation and recording this this song in our own spaces we've had to cut the numbers down a little bit uh but i think overall i think we were all kind of proud of of the song that we ended up creating with the limited options that we had I interviewed uh, a band, they're called Intercontinental. They use a social media, I guess social media app called Band Lab, where they're able to upload different stuff. And as he said, make it forkable. And other uh, composers throughout the world would add their different parts to it. And they actually came up was doing a project so that might be a resource that you can use to get other uh musicians in on your projects yeah that's i will check that out i felt i think i've heard the name i think yeah i think i've definitely heard the name but yeah that would be exciting to see to see what you could create yeah because he was telling me um that he did something and then a major artist out of argentina picked up and then they ended up uh, reaching out to people in all seven continents. And wow. so the project is musicians from all seven continents. That sounds cool. Fair play. I'll, uh, um, yeah, reach something I do. Yeah. Well, tell me about your experience with social media. Um... It's a it's a 50-50 one social media for me. Uh, I like that you can interact with people and people can hear, hear your music. And I like that side of social media. But I found it can be, you can have a lot of people, fake people um, on there, uh, which is it's, it's very difficult to when you're a professional to conduct yourself in a mm -hmm. professional manner when <laughs> dealing with these certain people. Um, so I think as I've got older, I've learned to perhaps not interact with those people and 
and just kind of delete the comment, block the people, and just forget about it. But as far as as promoting, you can turn your comments off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose yeah, you could. But I, I do like I do like the the you know the idea of of talking to people as well on the comments and seeing where other people think and and ninety percent of the time I, I think you get really good comments and and you can have meaningful conversations with certain people but yeah. What do you think about the Clubhouse app? I've never used that. That. To me, in my personal and professional opinion, is one of the the better, I guess, social media networking right now, because you can join different groups that are from different um, professionals from different backgrounds. Of course, you know, every one of them have some group that you wouldn't want to be a part of. But if you're looking for composers, people in the music industry, anything like that. They have like live conversations and all you have to do is join in. So if you have questions that you want to ask to an executive, to anybody, all you do is raise your hand in the app and you speak. That's, so that's, I, well, that's another thing that I'll definitely have a look at. Yeah, with COVID, it's like people have came up with different ways to still be able to have that personable networking. Just like with with me doing this right here. Of course, if with you being in Wales and me being in, I'm in Arkansas, being in Arkansas, we would have never been able to do this interview, you know, face to face, but we're face to face. Yeah, yeah. So I just think that even though we were, I would say, isolated from different people during COVID, it actually still brought people together because we found other ways to be socially interactive with each other, even though we're in the confines of our own home. Definitely. So, so with music, have you done any of the virtual performances? How do you feel about the virtual performances? And do you think that virtual performances are going to Advertise with Blonde Intelligence, where our listeners experience exquisite cranial repertoire. Blonde Intelligence is a new podcast and video channel featuring entertainment, musical artists, producers, entrepreneurs, as well as discussions on social topics making the Blonde Intelligence platform suitable for a wide variety of product ad types. Video, Instagram TV, YouTube, and links shared to all Blonde Intelligence social media pages and select group networking platforms. This creates a collective base of over 50,000 potential sets of eyes on your product or service. Each sponsored ad will feature on both the podcast and video platforms. Sponsors have the choice of either a voice ad or audio video ad with three options for placements. Create a win-win business partnership by advertising with Blonde Intelligence. So last, after COVID, because of the psychological issues, we don't know if people going to wear the mask. Yeah, I think in all fairness, I've had a really good time doing the virtual concerts. Okay. It, it was a bit strange at first, uh, you know, because <laughs> used to seeing people's faces and 
and stuff like that and interacting with them and you're basically performing to a screen uh but like like you said there's a it's another way of connecting with people uh, and doing it that way so i've actually had a, had a really good time i spoke to a few other musicians that just really couldn't couldn't do it they they really they, they, they stopped they, they did one and, and that was it but i've done quite a few and i've actually you know really enjoyed it and i and i would like to think that these virtual concerts would would continue to happen mm-hmm. i think as well because you've got people that can interact with you and see your music see you perform that that maybe uh, don't come out to live events perhaps they've got you know other 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 issues or difficulties get into a live venue that they can still experience right because i don't drive i don't drive at night so when they start having these virtual um performances i thought it was great because some of the award shows and stuff we don't get a chance to go to we view it on tv so what's the difference yeah yeah exactly i think it's definitely it's definitely what i'm going to do anyway i'm definitely going to keep up the the virtual concerts even when I go back and, and start playing live. Okay. Well, I thank you for coming and I find you very interesting. I want you to give everybody the name of the single that's out now, your social media handles, where they can find you at and any last words that you would want to give. Yep. So thank you very much for having me. That's been really fun, especially talking to someone across the pond. Um, <laughs> That's cool. Um, so, yeah, you can find me on my Instagram, Keisha Levine Singer, on my Twitter, Keisha Levine, or on Facebook, which you can also search Keisha Levine Singer. The okay. brand new single is called Summer Lovers. It's out on iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify. Okay. Spell, spell your, uh, your name for them so they can look you up. K-A-Y-S-H-A. L-O-U-V-A-I-N. And the name of your single again? It is called Summer Lovers. Now you heard her, Summer Lovers. You look her up now. I I thank you for coming. I had a lot of fun. Remember that you can catch this on podcast, on all podcasting platforms. Remember the video show is on YouTube and on IGTV. And you can catch anything, the blog, podcast, video show, anything at www.blonde-intelligence.com. Look, I was getting it wrong. Thank you for coming. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. It's a new giveaway. The Blonde Intelligence Wine Tray Set and the Chris Nielsen Our Voyage Home CD Giveaway. To enter, comment on Chris's interview on any blonde intelligence platform and you will be entered. Drawing is April 30th, 2021. Posted on the Blonde Intelligence Facebook page.